It is the big story still. Queens Park Bureau Chief Colin DeMello and I talked maybe a little more long game stuff, a little more macro than micro about what Doug Ford gains or loses with some of what's been happening in his political atmosphere lately. There's the notwithstanding clause for CUPE's education workers. There's the green belt. There's deciding not to go testify at the inquiry in Ottawa. So a lot there. Let's unpack it with Colin DeMello right here on Toronto Today. Let me ask you if you think uh, yesterday, I, I think it was clearly a win for CUPE, but I don't know if it was a loss for Doug Ford and the Conservatives. I don't know that there's political hay to be made, certainly with no election on the horizon, by Doug Ford's political opponents here. What do you think? Well, this this is a, you know, a significant climb down for the Ford government. I, I mean, on, on one hand, you know, people could say, okay, well, you know, he saw the light of day, he blinked, and he decided to uh, do the right thing. We saw this time and time again during the pandemic in which uh, the government would, you know, introduce policies, uh, believe those policies may have gone too far, and then walk them back immediately, and the premier will apologize and most people uh, will will forgive. Um, in, in, in this instance, you know, the bill isn't even a week old. Mm-hmm. The, the, the legislation was passed on Thursday and the government very quickly had to, you know, change course and uh, pull, pull the, uh, the legislation back. I mean, this is this is UK style politics, right, <laughs> where you see kind of somebody reversing course so quickly. So, I, I mean, you know, I, I think I think ultimately historians will will uh, determine whether or not there has been a net impact to Premier Doug Ford in this. I will say this. The the amount of work that the government did, especially the labor minister, Monty McNaughton, did in the run up to the election campaign, introducing a lot of sound policy that, you know, organically got a lot of unions on their side. All of that effort has been blown up. So whether or not mm. the public might think that, you know, the premier has a problem, he has an internal problem. Right. And the internal problem is there will be dissatisfied progressive conservatives who may feel that the premier went too far, uh, burned a lot of political capital, and didn't get anything necessarily in return. And I think that's where the premier might have to worry about. It's not who's coming from the front. It's coming who's coming from the back. Yeah, yeah you make a great point, and I'm glad you brought that up for our audience. The, the run-up to the election was a lot of pro-labor announcements, a lot of even the smallest thing like, hey, we're going to put legislation through so your boss doesn't email you on the weekend. Like those feel like sort of, you know, nothing things, but they resonate with people. They hit people in the chest sometimes. And that was the one thing this government was good at was connecting on the labor front. It's why they got a lot of endorsements. And people said, who's going to build more? Who's going to make sure I've got a job? Is it going to be Andrea Horvath or is it going to be Doug Ford? And many people decided it was Doug Ford. Uh, absolutely. Um, and, and a lot of that seemed to came, come from the Ministry of Labor. I mean, mm-hmm. those, those in the labor movement said that they had an excellent relationship with the Ministry of Labor and the minister himself. And, and so that, that is really what all of this risks, right? That ongoing relationship. So in the future, are any of those unions going to support uh, this progressive conservative government or future progressive conservative governments? That the answer to that question might be no. And, and, you know, it's not like they've lost a voting block, but they've certainly lost a new uh, voting block that they could have turned into diehard progressive conservative supporters for the next few elections Mm. to come. But, you know, all of that is, is lost. Now, I mean, an election is a long time away, but nevertheless, you know, some people will have long memories as 
pertains to this. Yeah, I mean, I remember, as I like to put it, Colin, uh, for five weeks, um, he locked up the outdoors. And I remember people saying, well, that's it. I'm never voting for Doug Ford. They forgot about that. They clearly, on June 2nd, forgot about that fairly quickly or decided, hey, maybe the other parties would have locked us out for longer. That you know and I know and our audience knows. That was a common perception. Yeah, and, and that's that's what ends up happening, right? I mean, if you take a look at the pattern from Doug Ford's first time in office in 2018 to, to uh, 2022, you might notice that all of the controversial things that happened mm. happened in those first couple of years. 2019, they had a very controversial budget that, you know, spent years, they spent years undoing. It led to the, uh, the political demise of uh, the finance minister who was shuffled out of that role. And we're seeing a repeat. All yeah. of the big, nasty legislation that might be controversial and people might disagree with, that's coming right now. Let's not forget, the mm. Premier also announced on Friday they're going to reopen the green belt to build condos and other developments, 50,000 homes in, 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 in total. Yeah. And that's a very controversial piece of legislation that you know, is not entirely done with. And that's coming now so that in four years, people aren't going to necessarily be as upset about it. No, no, they're going to get very loud about it now. Give me a tight 30 seconds, if you can, on the Ontario Labor Relations Board. So they're not releasing their findings. That's a surprise to you. I think people (laughs) would love to know if the strike we just had was illegal or legal. Well, the lawyer for the union says whatever decision they make, if the legislation has been pulled off the table, then it's moot. Uh, on the other hand, though, it, it, it goes towards whether the government is actually going to fine individual QP members for those two days off the job, because then they need the Labor Relations Board to declare this strike illegal. Mm-hmm. But if the law gets pulled, then the strike was no longer illegal. So we're kind of in this weird talking around in circles thing. So uh, at the end of the day, I don't think the Labor Relations Board ruling would even matter um bottom line amazing stuff colin thanks so much for the time today my pleasure thanks for having me colin demello global news queens park chief correspondent